on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, episode number 220, where today we're talking about Nobody, Bliss from Amazon, and another episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier from Disney+. Plus. I am one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. And I'm Roger Stillian. And I'm Christopher Bond. Welcome, Jim. We are all sitting we in, are the all same in the room. same room for the first time in months. How does months. that make you guys feel? It's been months. Yeah, for all three of us, for yeah. sure. How's it oh. make you feel? Good? Bad? I mean... Undecided? I mean, it was kind of a disaster trying to reset up all of the... The mics. The I've microphones. Got a, I've got a weird boner right now, but that's, that's about all I Thank you for that. I assume all of your boners are weird. Ah, ah he knows. Uh, mm. good, good, good job, Roger and Chris, for that one. The setup <laughs> and, the, and the slam dunk. Fair enough. I don't need help for slam dunks. <laughs> what else is going on? How was your week, gentlemen? How was uh, how It's was Easter things? Sunday. It is. Happy it is. Easter, everyone. Easter it is. Sunday. We are recording on Easter Zombie Sunday. Day. Yes, I hope you took the time to watch uh, an inspirational uh, movie. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> well, if, they if, may if, have. If by have barbecue and drink four or five beers before the show, that's what I did. That's fair. I mean, you can't go wrong with barbecue strong. and drinking. That's a strong Easter Sunday, I guess. That's right. Nice oh, nice 18-hour smoke, smoker run. That was nice. There you go. What did you barbecue? Uh, I did some pulled pork and uh, some uh, some. Chuck roast on the smoker that turns into like bird ends. Yeah. It's like a brisket thing. Sounds good. I love brisket when it's done right. Oh my gosh, I love brisket. Brisket's really expensive, so I do the cheap version of it. So. Yeah, but it's still that. good though, man. No, no, it's Ooh, delicious. Delicious. How are you, Chris? Anything this week? Uh, not really this week. Uh, Easter Sunday, like we just said, I get to spend the whole day with my kids and stuff. You know, good. Spend some time with my wife. It was good. I can't wait to steal my kids' candy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, I yeah. did that too. Well, I've tricked my three-year-old into giving me her all of her candy whenever she mm. she finds one. You know, whenever she gets one, dad gets one. You tricked your three-year-old. Well, it got so bad to where Listen, at one, at, that's at, at just one teaching. Point, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just and teaching. at one point, it got so bad where instead of just giving it to me, she gave a piece of candy to each of the adults around and none of the other children, and then got to get her own candy because she gave it to everybody. So I'm teaching her well. I like power. At least you're raising someone who's very generous. I mean, power play. Yeah. We'll see. She's she's the dick of the two kids, but it's fine. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. You remember it? Uh, what's the oh bad Santa when he opens the. What do you call the 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 the, the advent calendar? The advent calendar. Oh just, yeah. And he puts the he eats all the candy when he's drunk, and he puts stuff like candy corn back yeah, in. He's so. like, oh. they can't all be winners, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. I just love Billy Bob Thornton. He's like, what is this? He, Billy Bob's like, can't all be winners, son. <laughs> I miss Billy Bob. Yeah. Funny Billy Bob. Yeah, yeah. Bad Santa was hilarious. Badder Santa, not so funny. But I mean, it was funny. It was just bad. Yeah, which, <laughs> which I mean. No pun intended. It is part of the name, <laughs> so maybe that's what they were going for. All right, so this is Easter Sunday, and this is episode 220 of For Love, For Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema, which posts each and every Tuesday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current upcoming releases, what streaming trailers, and movies of the week. It's good to know, guys, that this week was... Uh, it was pretty packed in the theater. I don't know if that's Kong in general or anything that's just time. Kong. I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm so hoping it's just time. All three of us were in the same line at AMC picking up our tickets when they announced the sold-out show for Kong versus Godzilla, Godzilla versus King Kong, and like half the line left. Yep. I felt good. Well, it's just it's nice. Nobody to know in front that, of me left though, which made me sad. <laughs> it's nice to know that movies are like people are going to movies again. I mean, I'm very happy. To well, I didn't I didn't realize that RAMC still capped at forty percent. Forty percent capacity is what she said. But that's yeah. but that's Ohio. That's not AMC. It's, it's Ohio. But like, are shouldn't we be like moving that because like 
bars and restaurants are at full pa- full percentage now. Yeah. The rules are different for everybody in it, this in this situation. Yeah, I get it, sucks. but I was just like, when she said forty, I'm like, damn, forty. I would be willing to bet by the time all the big summer releases start rolling out, they're going to be at eighty. Well, what that means is it takes three and a half theaters at at the forty percent, you know, capacity to actually equal one full sold out show at that point. Well, that I mean, as long as dollar dollar amounts speak for the show, then that's okay. I just, I mean, I'm I'm okay with the 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 forty percentage thing. Um, I mean, but I mean, I, I don't know where I sit with like, I, I just, I don't want them turning away people because they could have had more if they like, they, I, that's I, what they don't need to do today is turn people I away. I would just like to note like back when I was a movie theater manager, if I'd have saw that coming far enough out, I'd have bumped something else off and ran a second run of, yeah, of something. Course. Now here's the thing. Cause like I had that discussion with my wife. She's like, why wouldn't they just turn something off? I was like, you can't really just turn it off if somebody's already bought tickets for yeah, it, but that. you can play the waiting game and be like. If nobody goes to this, let me know where we're at, you know, 10 minutes before showtime, and then I'll axe it. Yeah. <laughs> because once a ticket is sold, you're kind of like you're, you're locked in. Yeah. showtime. Yeah. I mean, those people can be bribed, but... <laughs> listen. <laughs> well, no, it's true. Well, here's the thing. Like, if I, I've done it as a theater manager. Be like, hey, there are only two people in the show. Go give them their money back. Give them two free passes, and let them go to whatever movie they want. And they'll do it almost every time. Yeah. And passes don't cost you anything. Comp them popcorn. That's seriously. Yeah. People can be bought very easily. <laughs> Listen, everybody's like, they'd never get me to leave a the movie theater. Yes, they would. They'd be like, here, have a free Coca-Cola, sir. You'd be like, <laughs> oh, thank you. Now, if you take that Coke, you have to leave. <laughs> like, you understand that, right? <laughs> One of my favorite stories I ever had at the old movie theater when a guy got pissed off at me when they had it, we had an issue with a movie. And we had to cancel it. And we gave everybody their money back mm-hmm. or let them go to whatever other movie they wanted to. Those are your options. I actually had some guy come to me after he went to another movie. He's like, I need my money back. I was like, you already fulfilled your part of the bargain. Yeah. <laughs> you no longer get that. Well, I didn't want to see that movie. I would have given you your money back. Yep. That's the part you didn't choose. Yeah. And then we stared at each other for 30 seconds before we realized that this is going nowhere. That's the end of this conversation. <laughs> yeah. We're done. <laughs> All right. We're done. Yeah. I don't think he ever came back. Don't care. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Never care. It does not matter. But look at the box of number one. No surprise. Godzilla vs. King Kong. What's its number? A domestic 32, but worldwide 285. Yes, those are good numbers. That's a good, that's a number. good number. But that's even with it being available on HBO Max. That's mm-hmm. even better that's, news. That, that's great news. I'm super well, happy listen, for that. I hope, I hope that puts some of the fears that you seem to have about HBO Max and Disney Plus eating into real numbers. Oh, I don't... I mean, look, the, I don't think theaters are going anywhere anytime soon. No. I mean, maybe 30 years down the road, possibly, but I don't... Th- I think it's still too early for that. But number two, Roger, you'll be happy to know, The Unholy. The Unholy, if you didn't hear me. 3.2 worldwide. That's not great. 3.2 worldwide. Whoa. <laughs> domestic, it did 3.2. <laughs> so that's only, only a domestic audience. Nobody, number three, 3.1 worldwide. That's right. Domestic, 21 worldwide. That movie, and we're going to talk about it later, is better than 21 worldwide. But, I mean, given what's going on in the world, who knows. Raya and the Last Dragon, number four, 2.1 million domestic, bringing its worldwide to 86.3. Tom and Jerry, get out of the top five. 1.4 million. <laughs> Something else has Dang to come it. out first. 93.5 million. Oh, it's it's, it's going to break a hundo. No, you, stop it. Uh, it, it be, it'll be a tough trickle to 100 at yeah, this point, though. Yeah, it will be. It will be. Um, did you guys see the thing that I actually didn't see till today? 
um, nobody's available on demand on April 16th. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's two weeks. Yeah. So, interesting. Who owns that? I forget. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We can look into that for yeah. a little later. Well, I can tell you. That's loud. Chris, dropping your phone. Onto uh, the table. <laughs> underneath the, the microphone. Universal is a distributor. Okay, that's what I was looking up. But I don't know who the production company was or the studio behind it, but Universal is distributing. All right, so there. Look, there's no surprise there. We knew Godzilla and King Kong was gonna come out and just do blazing numbers. Now, if next week it's at 291, a second week, and the first week is 285, then we got problems because that means it was only a strong week and then just trickle down. But well, what else came? What comes out this week? Next week. Well, Unholy came out, but that's not. Yeah, don't worry about that. That's toasted. Um, well, let's let's take a look at. It. Well, I mean, I. <laughs> I didn't have it up. Let me get up. That's the thing. I don't even know what comes out at release dates anymore. Like, well, I really so things don't are know. A little, bit, a, little, a little crazy at the moment, too, because there's a lot of things getting pushed up, pushed back at this point. we got things coming out on Disney+. Plus. Well, so, um, I don't want to skip ahead too far, but we're going to talk about a trailer for The Wrath of Man, mm-hmm. um, which is attached to nobody, and we're actually going to talk about it as the trailer we watched. I'm pretty certain the trailer that we watched yesterday, because we actually were all three in the same movie. Hilarious. I'm pretty sure that said... Um, April 29th. It did, I think. The trailer we just watched on YouTube says May 7th. I'm sure that May 7th is the right one. Maybe. It well, did, but, I mean, but, that, the, but that one we watched in the theater would have had to have been cut and done weeks ago. That's what I mean. So okay. The one uploaded to YouTube could be changed and modified at any time. Yeah, yeah. just <clears throat> two clicks of a button. It's um, different. You was One poster I saw going in, and it's going to be more interesting to you than Roger, but I'm excited for it, was Boss Baby did not come out this past Friday. I know. Did you Trust see me, that? I know. <laughs> That's why I'm very excited for. I saw that. My kids love Boss Baby. Well, here's I, the I thing. I, I figure they had to try to slide that as, as deep into the summer as they can, right? Assuming that things are going to be opened up more. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like I wouldn't like a movie like that, especially. Cool you don't. Stuff. Yeah, you don't have to. Why? Why force it now? Slide it ninety days. Yeah. Now, Drop my, it in the end of July. My oldest is super excited about that movie. I mean, you guys like that movie, so yeah. I hope I hope this is good for you guys. I generally hate Alec Baldwin, but Same. I love him as the boss, baby. I just I generally no, he, does, he does really well at that. I run him over the car if I got a chance. Mm. Uh, does he know that? <laughs> Strong words. God damn. <laughs> I just think he's you, you know, talk a lot of shit behind the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, he knows my feelings. The French Exit also came out, but we didn't gotta get that locally. That's bigger cities. So this Wait, the what the the French exit that's the um that's the one that everyone's talking about with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer Lucas Hedges, um, it's you'd seen the trailer a dozen times okay so but it didn't come out why wait is that the one the weird one where like they're broke or something didn't we just no that's bliss no <laughs> <laughs> no because this was on something we watched a couple of days ago oh uh, it was on the um, the the Cumberbatch movie we just watched. Because they had all British trailers. Yes, oh. yes, okay. you're right, you're right. Okay, this I do. Why I haven't seen. I do know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, directed by Azazel Jacobs. My first instinct was to say it was directed by um, same guy who did Team Zizu and Life Aquatic. Um, I can't think of the guy's name right now, but that's 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 not not right. But I'm sure it'll come. I'm sure he appreciates that. Yeah. Well, so left in April. We, then, well, look, I gotta be, that's the first time I saw the Mortal Kombat trailer on the, like, the yeah, yeah, that thing yeah. was kind of awesome. Listen, Listen, in a weird way. Also expected to be terror, awesome, terror, awesome, bad. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. My, uh, my family actually, it came up today because, you know, my, my brother and my cousins were all a bunch of gamers and Mortal Kombat was big growing up for us, obviously. And, like, they're all, they're, are you gonna see it? Does it look good? 
and like and they've seen the trailer like I can't tell if it's good or not and like I talked about the bad CGI because the trailer has some rough CGI in it but that can be fixed you know when, by the time That's the movie fine, is actually yeah. out and I explained that to me like and like my brother was like yeah but Kano's eye beam looks jacked up <laughs> I was like it does but hopefully it's good and I don't know we're all excited to go see it anyway and I think they're making the right call with it looks like they're focusing a lot on Sub-Zero and Scorpion at least in the trailer and those are the fan favorites by far so I'm thinking I'm thinking it'll probably do pretty well as long well, as Well, those are two of the, the OGs also, aren't they? Well, yeah, but so well, is Luke Here's the thing, so Liu Kang and, and Raiden. Yep. For sure. Why, well, and Sonya. Sonya's, Sonya's been in every, in every one, yep. Jax is the only one that, oh, he started in... Uh, MK2. Yeah, yeah, MK2. He came in two, and then they have Metal Arms in three. I was so. obsessed with, like, MK2 and all. Like, I just, yeah. oh, man, I'll play the hell out of that. On Super Nintendo. Not, not, not Sega, but Super Nintendo. You couldn't handle the blood, huh, pussy? I didn't have the money <laughs> to buy a Sega. <laughs> I was very young at the time. I was I was between jobs. I was very no, young. Okay. Between jobs. <laughs> Eleven <laughs> years old. Between jobs. We are gonna we are gonna talk about a, a trailer today, Stowaway, which comes out on Netflix on April twenty second. But April twenty third is Mortal Kombat. April thirtieth is The Mitchells vs. the Machines. That's a Netflix movie. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of mm. sounds weird. May seventh, The Human Factor, which is nationwide. And Wrath of Man. That's yes. officially slated. See that one. May fourteenth. I don't know if you guys saw the, the the additional trailer from Spiral: The Book of Saw. I know a lot no. more Jigsaw, a lot more of the of the, of the Saw. Like da-da, no, da-da. I didn't oh, actually. I didn't see that. Music. Well, yeah, damn, you should have said something. We could have watched that before the show. Yeah. I, did, I did not see that. Well, we watch it when we get closer. Those who wish me dead, the woman in the window. Then May twenty eighth, Cruella and Quiet Place Part uh, so Two. Listen, listen. An- another comment about Cruella. I'm convinced this is some bad Batman movie. Like legitimately, I mean, like Tim Burton style Batman. Not even Batman. It's it's more like um, it's more like Gotham. It's like a yeah. bad like Gotham episode. Oh right? yeah, so the like, awful Fox show. Yeah, yeah. which is awful. Yeah, it was really popular. You know, I saw a few episodes. I wasn't a huge it, fan it of. It was Gotham, here's the thing. It was really popular. Like yep. really yeah, you're right. popular. It was, it was popular. Like The Walking Dead was popular. Like The Walking like, Dead still is popular. Yeah, but like it isn't doing anything. Multiple years actually. I but, mean, they, they have like four shows now yeah. and millions of dollars. <laughs> Yeah, they do. They have a whole universe. So yeah, I'm, I'm not excited about Cruella. I just don't understand the whole entire idea. It's a weird it. villain to try to push forward, right? Now, like Maleficent. At least I understood that movie. You know, I get it. Mm-hmm. And then they made a second one of those, which is just a disaster. Starting which off, she June. must have killed a thousand people in that movie by herself. <laughs> I just the, starting off June Strong, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It as one title. No nope. Samaritan, and you might remember Spirit. That weird animated okay, movie so that didn't do much. I can actually comment about that. There's this a sequel one. coming out. Yes, actually. So the, oh, You know what? It's somebody's Twitter. One of the movie Twitters I have, it's like all over it. Yeah. There's a Netflix series of Spirit that my, my oldest is really into at one point. And the movie looks like the premise from like the first episode's like opening story. It's all it is. It's just put into feature length. What and are you pointing at it for? DreamWorks. So? Um, oh, maybe that's okay. That must be the... Because yeah. I follow DreamWorks animation okay, on okay. Twitter. But like, it, it's like... Like, the premise of this just looks like the, the Netflix series they have, but, like, on a longer first episode basis, like, theatrically. So <laughs> Bigger it budget. It doesn't even look any different than what it looks like on Netflix. It doesn't look much improved from there. Because, <laughs> you know, well, my wife actually turned me on to it and told me it was coming out. I was like, oh, because, well, you know, my daughter watches that. She'll go through these, like, stints of TV shows, and she watches Spirit every now and then. And so, like, she's excited about it. It's like, I didn't even know it was happening until the other day, and I couldn't believe it. Great. Yeah. Well, I don't, That's so I don't exciting. remember Spirit, the... The, the other one actually doing much business theatrically. 
I don't I mean, know. I, I could be very wrong about that. I, well, even, I'm not exactly the demographic so. for Spirit. What? So <laughs> none, none, listen, none of us around this table. I'm are. a big animated fan, though. Like, I have no problem watching animated movies. Yeah. Like movies like that. Like, I'm not doesn't appeal to me in any capacity. Yeah, no, I get that. June and the June 11th in the Heights, which I'm convinced is gonna come out and then go away as if it never existed. No, dude, it's gonna be big time musical. It's gonna, it's gonna. You, you think so? Yes. I, I hope it is. I, think, I just, I haven't seen much. I, I think about maybe it because the like the whole musical, like the whole musical scene, doesn't get much to shoot into their veins directly. That whenever one comes out, everyone goes to see it to yep. at least see if they enjoy it. And I think that's what's gonna happen. It's got here. a bunch of the guy, the Hamilton people in it. Oh, and, yeah. oh yeah, this okay. this has got real money behind it. It'll. I I bet you it does more than a holy. <laughs> well, that's not hard. Just saying. I mean, okay, fair, 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 fair. I'll take the same bet. <laughs> All right. Dwight. June 16th, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. That's a full thing to say. June 18th. I thought it was Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Oh. I'm looking at it right here. Damn. The Wife's Bodyguard of the Hitman? Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Fatherhood, Pixar's Luca, which comes out June 18th. We're not too far from the next Pixar movie. That's always a good thing. <clears throat> and Fast 9, which... Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were watching the, the trailer came on Fast 9, and the iconic Vin Diesel... I, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. I just started <laughs> laughing, and the theater was dead silent. And I just started yeah, laughing. He actually did. It was wonderful. I'm glad I didn't sit next to him. Oh, yeah, you would have liked that. No. So guess guess what's coming out with Top Gun Maverick on July 2nd? No idea. You're covering the screen like I can read it from all the way over here. <laughs> Peter Rabbit 2. Oh, God. <laughs> what an odd yes, time for Peter Rabbit. for Peter Rabbit, baby. <laughs> Hell yes. What an odd place for I'm telling life. you, like, legitimately, just shelve it till next I Easter. hope drive-ins have the double whammy, where the, the Murica specialists get <laughs> the Peter Rabbit and then Top Gun. Oh, had the, 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 like, the apostrophe Murica special. <laughs> Jesus. I know, that's very odd. July 9th, Black Widow in theaters and Disney Plus now. Under that's, behind a... That's close. Well, <laughs> behind a $30 paywall. The Forever Purge. July 16th, Cinderella, Space Jam 2, New Legacy, and Dog. What are you doing? What are you laughing at? You said behind the paywall, and I did air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. And then July 30th, Jungle Cruise. Oh. I'm telling you, you don't think this movie's going to be great. I think it's going to do great business. Listen, if it didn't have Dwayne Johnson in it, I wouldn't even care that or it Or Emily existed. Blunt. Look, she's good, man. She's excellent. Listen, I think she was great at Mary Poppins, and she's great in a lot of things. If it was just her doing Jungle Cruise... And I didn't have a podcast. Probably wouldn't care. Yeah, but The Rock is—he's—he opens movies like almost like no one else. It's been a since he's been in one, though, right? Well, it's because yeah. this movie was supposed to come out I, well, last months year ago. Same, same yeah. August sixth, Hotel Transylvania four, which I am oddly excited for. Like well, the last I'm, one was actually pretty third good. Was good. Yeah, those so have all been pretty funny. Dude, listen, though, when they yeah. end up with like this weird like ghost EDM concert, yeah. I'm just <laughs> like, I'm, for I'm here for this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Suicide Squad, August 13th. We won't go much further, but Don't Breathe 2, Free Guy, Respect. And I'm sure we're getting in now to the, just throw it there for now, and we'll figure it out later. Um, August 20th, Bios, Paw Patrol, the movie, which I think is going to be massive. Ooh. That's going to make so much money for somebody. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the end of August, The Beatles, Get Back, Candyman, and Reminiscence. Wait, so. like Candyman, like the old scary... The yeah, remake of yeah. Candyman. Yeah, the murder one that didn't happen. Mm. You excited for that? No. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's looking at... I mean, September has hits like Jackass 4. Yeah. Um, nice. Shang-Chi Shang and Legend of the Ten Rings. Ooh, that's Marvel, though. Yeah, Malignant, The Boss Baby, The Family Business, yeah. 
September 7th, that's an odd time for the Boss Baby. September, September 17th. 17th. You, would, you would think that that's would my be birthday. Long. Happy birthday, Chris. So, boss Baby. Happy, boss coming out happy birthday, Chris. <laughs> September 17th. It's April 4th. A Venom oh, yeah. 2, The Many Sides of Newark. Uh, let's look at August. Or sorry, October. Don't just gloss over Venom 2. Well, I mean, it's a billion dollar movie. It is, it, and, it, and it will be for sure. Halloween Kills is October 15th. But that's. Basically. I don't want. Oh, so Grayson, this movie's head off to start coughing and sneezing. I, I got like, I don't, I'm he want, to he wanted us to talk phone, over sorry. it and not acknowledge it, but I'm not. So, good not at only that. did you not talk over it, but you also acknowledged <laughs> it. So, <laughs> thank you. Uh, no, November, another big one. It's all great. Clifford, there, the Red Dog. back in the studio. <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife. A King Richard, Mission Impossible, Seven, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Which does anyone know anything about no. that? Didn't six minutes ago he say we're not going to talk much more about yeah. this? Yeah, I just I'm hitting highlights. Calm down. <laughs> highlights. You're highlights. just naming off movies. And then December has West Side Story, Spider Man, No Way Home, The King's Man. Dude. Damn, we got pushed back to the, again. No movie has moved around like The King's Man. No movie. I mean, you didn't say anything about Quiet Place too. I did. It was with. It was did you? the same. Yeah, it was in the same week as I did say it. When you listen to the, when you listen to the episode, I promise you. Oh, Cru- Cruella, that's when you went off on your Cruella mm, rant. Uh, okay, that's that, fair. You that may have happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so December, you know, the King's Man, Matrix Floor, Sing Two, uh, the Nightingale, and the thing called the Adam Project, which is a Netflix. Where the hell is Dune? Right. Oh. Maybe I miss it. No, okay. I, I miss it in October. Okay. October 1st. I'm sorry, dude. Don't. I need this <laughs> with, so much. With the Addams Family, too, which you liked. I actually liked the first Adam. Okay. The, the I wasn't re, huge the on The redid animated. I also, I also forgot to mention a little movie called No Time to Die, James. <laughs> <laughs> small movie. Small movie. Small movie. Small movie. That has also been moved around like 47 yeah, different times. It really times. has. Small movie that was not sold for $600 million when they had the opportunity. Jeez. Yeah, we could have had it by now. I'm excited to have a James Bond marathon, the Daniel Craig ones, before that one comes out. I want to see them all again. I've only seen them all You know what's funny? When you talk about Bond marathons, I used to watch the old Bond movies all the time. something we did in college, and... um, for the like, but they didn't really apply to one another. Like you could watch them in any order that yeah. you wanted; didn't matter. But with the bond, with the Craig ones, like they stack. Yes. Like this happened in this movie, then that movie, then that movie. Well, that's that why, was, movie. People come that's why Quantum was such a big deal because it was like the first. It was, first it was the actual sequel. It was yep. a continuation to like. Yeah, that's why. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> picked up what twelve minutes after. <laughs> <laughs> it really did, though. I mean, that was a pretty big deal for me. Quantum. Was a big disappointment, but it was. And I remember seeing that one in theaters way back, and I remember thinking, "Wow." The first one was so much better than this one. Yeah. Well, I just remember thinking to myself, like, oh my god, they're going to continue. And, like, I was thinking, we're going to find out about this and this and this. Yeah. And, like, and first, you don't. the opening minutes, you find him walk up on Vesper Lind. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then that's pretty much the only, like, continuation you get. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell happened to this? Yeah, but I think Skyfall. It was Skyfall, right? Oh, was yeah. Wait. I, I liked Skyfall. Was Skyfall the third one? Skyfall yes. was when everything, like, MI6 blew up yeah, yeah, and all that. Together, and then yeah. and then Spectre really tied that up Spectre. nice. Spectre, yeah. Spectre is when they went to, like, his whole, like, where he grew yeah. up and they're trying to kill everybody. Yeah. I mean, they're they're hosing it down with an Apache. <laughs> <laughs> Look, power move. Yeah. yeah. No. As, as strong as you move. can get. All right, this week on what stream we're looking at Netflix. This is, this is Oscar winner week. You ready? Mm. Saving Private Ryan mm. by a small little director. You may have heard of him, director Steven Spielberg. Still trying to carve out a name for himself. No. <clears throat> Tom Hanks, Matt Damon, Tom Sizemore, Edward Burns, Barry Pepper, Adam Goldberg, Vin Diesel. If you remember, Giovanni Ribisi. We need water, man. Wow, you're so funny. You are. So that's a nod to something in the beginning before we start recording. <laughs> Ted Danson, Paul Giamatti, Jeremy Davies as Corporal Upham. 
which I used to hate Corporal Upham until I grew up and watched the movie again. It's actually, I don't hate him anymore. But at 1998, Training Day by director Antoine Fuqua, Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke, Scott Glenn, Eva Mendez, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Raymond Cruz, Noel, I can never say this guy's name, Guglielmi, 2001. Cruella DeVille. That's it. I just misread that. <laughs> Dancing with Wolves by Kevin, directed by Kevin Costner and starring Kevin oh, Costner. Oh, man, you spent 47 hours watching a movie? Dancing with Wolves is like three and a half it, hours. I was, I was, I was about to ask, isn't that like a super long movie? It's really long. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's slow, too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just a long love story. Which I never... The, I mean, it's Pocahontas. I never... That's one of my like least favorite Oscar winners of all time, Dancing with Wolves. I've seen it a number of I times. I bet you Kevin Costner doesn't care. <laughs> Thank you for that, Roger. Thank you. <laughs> Kevin Costner, want Mary, to, want Mary me to text McDowell. Him real quick. Graham, yes, you know, send send some Kevin Costner a tweet. Send, I don't think Kevin does. Kevin Costner have a Twitter? Wait, wait. You you know his phone number? We don't know his Twitter. Yeah, we're bros. Oh, fair. If we're you can, bros. If, if you can text Kevin Costner, more power to you. Uh, Graham Greene, Rodney Grant, nineteen ninety. So check those out if you haven't seen them. They're available on Netflix. What chances are you have? So check those out. I'm willing to bet. If someone started watching Saving Private Ryan, they probably wouldn't. They'd probably just continue watching Saving Private Ryan. So, Forrest Gump and Saving Private Ryan are two different movies, don't get me wrong, but they're, they're, they're those movies where, like, if I catch them at any point, I'm just watching that movie now. It doesn't matter what I was doing. Like, if I sit down and we're ten minutes in, an hour in, hour and a half in, I'm finishing this film. Well, that's the same thing with like any Tom Hanks movie, except the recent Greyhound. I've tried to watch that a second time, and then a second time, and then a second time. And I've just... I've fallen asleep once. I was on my phone the other time. I mean, falling asleep's not a big deal, but I fell asleep out of boredom. Yeah. And I don't... I really don't... I rarely do that. So there's a phone number you can text uh, Kevin Costner at um, for some promotion with he did with Yellowstone, I guess. It has a real phone number. Should I text it now? during the show? Okay. Say, what up, dog? <laughs> no, I'll be like, hey, my buddy hates Dances with Wolves. Thinks it's the worst Oscar movie. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, just see if someone, <laughs> see if someone responds by the end of the... He just sends a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> He'd be like, yeah, bro, I stole that one. <laughs> or, or just he sends an emoji like a skull and a gun pointing at the head. It's like, mm. oh, no. Or money. He just sends money, the money emoji. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> just the three bank bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. I'm here. All right, that. let's talk about some trailers. We'll do, we'll do, we'll do, let's do Space Jam 2 first. Chris, right, I think you had the most thoughts on this trailer so far going into it. It just, I mean, going into this one, I don't understand if it's going to be a good or a bad decision to kind of stray from the original, from the like the original way the original Space Jam went. The first Space Jam was so long ago, they could just rehash this movie and a whole new generation will, will appreciate it. It's not an iPhone number. <laughs> the, a whole new generation will appreciate it, and your generation that like enjoyed this growing up will appreciate it. So 96 I was Space I was 11. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I, I feel like what they're doing this time around is they're, they're changing up a lot, which again is okay. I understand wanting to do something like you know that is different, but... It feels like there's only one basketball game. It feels like it's all building up to this one game, and it's all going to play out at one time. And that wasn't how the first one went. There was all the training and all this other stuff that went into that. It doesn't look like that's happening quite as heavily here. There's more build-up and story, like, baked in. That's not but, what I... I didn't watch that movie for the, but, for the story. But the original Space Jam is one of those weird movies that probably shouldn't have worked as well as it did. 
but it just it, it was fun. It worked. It had, well, it was also like the Michael Jordan. Um, you said ninety six, right? Ninety six. Bill Bill Murray, Larry Bird was in it. Well, here's know. the thing though. Nin, you know, 90s kids. You know, mixing real life people with cartoons. That's all that we wanted to do was to hang out with our cartoons. Especially characters. Michael Jordan and you know well, yeah. all these great basketball it's, players. You yeah. know, I, I do know why it worked. It, it's something that was different at the time and it caught fire. But I have received an automated response. <laughs> It sends a link. It says, hey, it's Kevin. Thanks for your text. This is an automatic reply to let you know that I have received your message. Everything else you receive will be from me. It says, make sure you click the link to add yourself to my contact list so I can officially respond. That's bull. Do it. I'm, of course I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we're gonna him and him, Kevin are just yeah, best buds. We're bros. <laughs> you see Kevin spotted in Shadyside drinking a beer with Ron Stillian. <laughs> So you yeah, see, like, like, I have anything better to do than not fill this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just doing a podcast. That's all. Yeah, but no, yeah, it's, it's cool. listen, this is way better content. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's like, you see, like, a, a, the headline of, like, Kevin Costner buys house in Shadyside, Ohio, <laughs> hanging out with his new buddy. And you see him and Roger, like, arguing on the street over, like, what kind of pizza they get. No, nah, in Shadyside, you only have two choices. It's mm. easy. It's true. Domino's all the way. No, get out of here with that noise. <laughs> I like Domino's. Trash. It's decent. It's cheap. I mean... <laughs> But you, you, you're like scaling down. All right, we're moving on. Space Jam looks... <laughs> I'm excited for Space Jam. I loved the 96 Space Jam. I did too. But like, I loved the elements of... When I got older and watched it and was able to like reevaluate what I loved about it, it's the elements that were at play. This one, LeBron James is stepping in for Michael Jordan. Um, it just... As far as the trailer shows, there's no... It looks flashy. There's no... It looks um, fun. There's no... Some of the other flash that it had. Some of the other... Things like Bill Murray doesn't seem to be, but I mean, Roger, you're right. They could be holding Bill Murray and not revealing. I, a, I bet you they are. There's a very specific uh, sect of the cosplay community that's going to be super excited about this movie coming out too. So I'm excited to see all that. I mean, Don Cheadle's and Die in the new one, which both fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I really don't have any problem with the people selection. It's just maybe the lack of, I guess. <sighs> We don't know what cameos are going to be there yet, for sure. We, so. we don't. Officially, we don't. IMDb yeah. should say them, but they, it's probably better that they don't. If yeah, there's surprises, I'd rather be surprised. Mm-hmm. If Kevin Costner responds, I will stop what I'm doing to, to let you guys know. <laughs> what did you, did you tell him about the show? No, he hasn't answered yet. Okay, fair enough. Once he answers, I'll be like, you can listen to this episode, and I'll start spamming links to our show. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me that, that, listen, you didn't do it to Hillary Swank. Because you're a pussy. I, you're right, I did not. I, she, <laughs> Listen, I will, I will spam Kevin Costner's auto-reply thing a million times. All right. So either he responds to me or blocks me. <laughs> either one, I'm totally okay with. It's weird. Is it? He's such a weird adult. Like, I just... Man, all right. Again, I have nothing better to do. Let's talk about Wrath of Man, which... Directed by Guy Ritchie, Jason Statham. How can you not be here for Wrath of Man? Give it to me. That's what I'm saying. Give it to me. Inject it straight into my veins. I think Wrath of... I mean, it's in the same vein as, you know, the John Wick universe, kind of the that well-choreographed gunfighting kind of a... Although it's not going to be like, a, you know, John Wick and even nobody for that matter we're talking about later today, it's kind of like a well-choreographed dance number for a lot of those shootouts. I do want to say I would just love for Wrath of Man, nobody, and John Wick to live in the same universe for like... 45 minutes. There, there's nothing to say that at I, this point that I nobody know. and John Wick don't live in the same universe. I know. And here's the thing. He had gold in his basement. Yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. I just want it to happen, but I know it's not going to, but I want it to. I bet it's not a coincidence. Oh, 
We'll see. Well, but the same the guy directed. I know. So it was no, from, listen, don't get my no, hopes no, up. No, no, no. That would be a, of all the crossovers we've seen lately. That would be an awesome. Could you imagine? In, could you imagine like nobody to John Wick just comes in and starts mowing people down? Do, the, or the, I have I have a, you're in the you know the next movie the trailer drop just a, just a bench you see a tall lanky guy doing the Keanu walk walk over sit down and then the, the camera is sitting right at him with an empty bench to the like, empty bench seat and then Odin Kirk sits down and he's like they're coming. And Chubbuck's like, we'll be ready. Well, like, I mean, that happens in a theater. That that's that's a theater moment where, oh, where you get people that cheer, and that's what that's what's cool if that kind of thing happens. But it's not going to. I won't get my hopes up. I've been disappointed a lot, so I'm just gonna keep that rolling. But look, there's there's actually, I mean, there's there's I think there's a better than fifty fifty shot that, that is true though, because the guy who directed it was huge into John Wick was uh, making those movies. I know, I know, but still. So, but, like, here's when, the thing. When normally that wouldn't what, be... What if you just get the cameo from behind or something like that? Still worth it. Or, like, it. a guy walking with his dog, and you only see it from, like, the out-of-focus camera shot. He just sort of, like, waves at him because <laughs> he's got his little cat. Or yeah. or, or dude in a phone booth, just someone. Like, yep. like, like, you know, that's Keanu, but also, you know, I just... Yeah. I think there's little clever things you could do like that. I mean, they Any, wouldn't hurt the movie at all. Anything to head nod that to the fans... This could be the same year. Yeah, I mean, that's you guys. God, Stay it's, tuned. A, it's a big deal. So we're excited for Space Jam. That was a you know, long talk about that. but And you already started talking about Wrath of Man, yeah. which we're definitely into, so give me what, that. I, Statham is his whole other genre of movie, I think. Not the John Wick genre, not like the, the shmup, the shoot 'em up genre, but not it just Jason Statham is his own like. Did you say shmup? <laughs> it's called Jason yeah, Statham that's what, shmup. Shoot them up. Those people say when they when they shorten. Shoot no one says. I've never heard that before. Google it. It's a thing. <laughs> I promise you, it's a thing. Ask Kevin Costner if you. Know. <laughs> That'll, be the, That'll be the second. That'll be the second thing I tell him. <laughs> right. How do you feel about the genre of shmup? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Anything you want to say before we move on from the wrath? No, of no. Show? I mean, so like, I, I'm a I'm a big Jason Statham fan. I like. I think he's. I think he can do no wrong really in whatever movies he he's in. I'm excited for that. How do you movie. spell shmup? After seeing nobody, especially Google it. Google it it'll, it'll tell you. I've tried. Nothing nobody. comes up. Why would spell shmup? <laughs> I think you're a goddamn liar. <laughs> oh my goodness! This always gets off the rails when we're in the same room. I cannot believe that. I can't believe you lied. Wrath of Man. Look, we're here for it. Now let's talk about a slower movie, not a shmup. Stowaway from Netflix with Anna Kendrick, Tony Collette. What are your thoughts? Is it Dune? It's not. I don't damn care. it! I knew that was gonna happen. What do you What do you think? Tell me your. I'm just so disheartened by all these people that wait their whole lives to become astronauts, and this asshole falls asleep in a cargo hold <laughs> and ends, an up, ends up in space. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has a real chance to do some real solid numbers. It looks good. It looks as well, long okay. as the movie's not three it, and a half it, hours long. It looks like it could be good. It's sci-fi, and I'm in for that. This just this is the only like version of sci-fi that I'm not really into because I like I didn't like I wasn't big on Gravity, you know that kind of. Oh, I love was, Gravity. I know it, it was a good movie. It just was. It's just not my thing. I like the fantastical sci-fi. I like I like the aliens, the other worlds, the other other universes, all that kind of. You don't stuff. like I mean, when space is the actual villain. I don't. Yeah, I mean, it it, it can be a villain, and it's a good villain. I just. That's not what I'm there for when it when it's sci-fi. We can we can shoot you up there and you can tell us how you feel differently. I would love to. You'd be dead. I would. Dead. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Way more than you think. I had a serious conversation with several people at work about hurricanes, about oh. how if you get sucked up in it, you just end up in space. 
and you just brought that up <laughs> think about it listen i have no scientific evidence of this but anytime they never find somebody that gets sucked up by a hurricane i figured they got hurled into space all right <laughs> cast list for stowaway is four people but That's think it. about it just all the way up all right roger please all right Anna Kendrick, Daniel Day Kim, Tony Collette, and Shamir Anderson. Shamir Anderson's character, Michael, is the one that gets found in a like a panel. They've taken off. Uh, an electrician is in there sleeping. He wakes up. Oh no! <laughs> but everything would be fine. It just except for the the movie real the movie occurrence of the life support system gets damaged, and they only have a life support for three people. Permanently that means damaged. one person has to go. Yeah. LaBerge has to die for the rest of the to, to live. They have a... Uh, they but there's have, five people. They have an engineer stowaway there. There's four. I thought there was five. Mm. Four. Are there's we, four of them. He's the, the stowaway. He's the Anna Kendrick, Dan Dick, Kim, and Tony Collette. Oh, I thought there was a fifth one, too. Uh, oh, never mind. But, um, but, I mean, they have a, a technical engineer stowaway. He can't fix that, which is weird. But why do you, why do you keep moving your eyes left to right when you... Because <laughs> it doesn't feel right that he can't fix that. It just seems oh. like a mistake. <laughs> Listen, you can trust the guy that fixed the life support system outside that fell asleep during a routine inspection and <laughs> ended up in space. He was injured. You don't know that. His head was bleeding. That's probably because he fell out of the panel. <laughs> there, was a, there was a gravity. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right, all right. We're, okay, we're excited for that. I'm always excited for movies until Midnight Only Put Me Wrong, which happens. It looks bit. quality, I'll say that. It looks good. I'm excited for it. Netflix has been doing some interesting stuff lately, so we'll see if they can continue the trend. The last two years lately. He's not wrong, though. But <laughs> Well, they, Netflix is trying different things. i got to commend them for that. They're trying things that may not work. Give me but I mean, stowaways of... Shut up. <laughs> shut, your, shut your dirty pirate hooker mouth. I need Extraction 2 now. Yeah, I would love to have Extraction 2 right now. <laughs> I don't know. After seeing nobody, I'm just ready for more action movies. You know, I want Wrath of Man now. I want John Wick 4. I want Nobody Meets John Wick. I want it all. Well, we're going to save the best for last. I will also last. accept uh, Atomic Blonde 2 as well. So we're going to save this. right into the you haven't that. seen that yet? No. Oh, listen, or you got an itch, you got an itch to scratch? That'll do it. Okay. It'll it'll more. it'll do it. I might watch that tonight. It's got a sweet ass eighty soundtrack too. Hell yeah. So let's talk about the best of the movies second. Let's talk about nobody right now. I'm kidding. Bliss right now. Let's get Bliss. Well, do we, we want to do Captain America Winter Soldier since you guys oh, watched I keep it? About I missed that, yeah. it, so you guys can. Well, stop putting it down because I don't want it to become all about that. But I got you. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. We are a little long. We can hold off until next week and do both. You want to talk about Captain Falcon? And we can do a double shot next week. It's fine by me. Right, yeah, let's yeah. do that. Because we are a little long so far. All right. Let's talk and about you Bliss. didn't even let me talk about the hurricane space thing, like, at all. Is there anything to talk about? <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> you I think so. Unrecovered. <laughs> <laughs> Unre- <laughs> There's a little dust cloud puff on the moon. <laughs> no, they're just, yeah. Some <laughs> pile of corpses on the moon. <laughs> Bliss. It came out February 5th, 2021. We're a little bit behind on that one. Directed by Mike Cahill. After Owen watching Wilson the movie, I'm okay that we're behind. Nesta Cooper, George Lindbergh Jr., Johnny Ch- J- Ronnie Chang, Steve Z- Zasis, man, I have trouble with names today, and Bill Nye. Yeah, Bill Nye. Well, he's more than an appearance. He has a small role. He does. He, he does. He has yeah, multiple speaking lines and, it's, and like launches a man through a table. He does do that. With, <laughs> one, with yeah. one like arm. Very strange. Roger, why don't you take a second what to tell us you think Bill about? Nye doesn't have extreme strength? He's he old. is the science guy. He's basically Dr. Jekyll. I mean, what if he's a super soldier? He's not. Wow, well, all right. I mean, Why don't you tell us about Bliss, Roger? About Bliss? The one thing I learned about Bliss is drugs <laughs> are awesome. 
damn it. The <laughs> I told you I was getting that line in. <laughs> I told you. Now you let me lead with it. God. So damn. Bliss is a movie that revolves around uh, what may be a computer simulation, what may be extreme drug use, or some combination of the two, um, which is probably some combination of the two. Um, it's about a guy, Greg Whittle, who they repeatedly use his last name for some reason, like more than I think necessary. Whittle. So, well, I mean, they refer to him as Greg Whittle instead of just Greg. There was yeah. only four people in this room. Or you Mr. Know? Whittle. And yeah. then he becomes Dr. Whittle later on. It's yes. Like, yeah. He evolved from man to doctor. <laughs> but if, if, it's, if it's a computer simulation, you, the, then the people are just going to keep saying whatever you name the person. That's, so that's, that's an interesting point. But that's, so. just, that's just one of many counterpoints to it being real life that... I mean, my I don't personal know, take so in real life. I used to be able to, like, when I'd get packages sent to myself, give myself a salutation. I used to have it say dentist, like DDS. I don't know why I did that, but I still get mail every now and then. It'll say Roger Stillian DDS. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I am not a dentist. <laughs> so, yeah, so name yourself whatever you want. Okay, so drugs are bad. Okay. Um, but, yeah, he ends up in this, like, world slash computer simulation that's like half drug, drug fever yeah half completely awesome the most peaceful beautiful place you could ever be on or like a villa in italy or something yeah, like, yeah. or yeah like tuscany or you know strung out homeless in the middle of like downtown like well, the Angeles, worst version yeah. of la did they say it was la I, I don't know i think i sure got those vibes i think it's implied that it's la okay, yeah. or it something like yeah but it's it's like gritty as hell you know yeah. he's like unwashed <laughs> You know, like immediately too. And yes. Like as soon as he leaves the bar, he the next scene is he's dirty. No, he's dirty like grody and sweaty. Yeah, like like yeah. seven days without a shower. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's been like ten days or something. Well, so, so here's the thing. So that's one of the issues I have with this movie, and I'll, I'll speak on it more. Is like I have no idea what kind of time frame this movie takes place in. That's true. Like you might think it's like a week. I think it's like six months. Well, so the daughter at one point puts you and like grounds you with with that she graduated two weeks ago thing. Yep. So right there, you know, it's been it's been two weeks of his whatever he's been going through, and then there's another length of time that goes by, and that one seems longer. So you're right; it could be months. Well, no, because when they when they talk in the very in the opening moments of the film, she says two weeks is brought up. Yeah, and then, well, she, it's, and then it's so it's two, at least been a well, month. Well, here's the thing: oh, yeah, okay, it's okay. two weeks to graduation, and then it's two weeks after graduation, and then they, then they actually okay. talk. And so it's been a month, which in the span of the movie only seems like a day or two yeah. max. Yeah. What does he eat? Well, what is he like? How does he thing, though, You know, if if you're gonna go with you know, it's real life, and he's just he's just drug blitzed out of his mind. There's no there's no recollection of time in that. In, no in passage that of point. time. Yeah. There's it's it's all just. It all feels like a day. It all feels like a week. It all does, It's all blended together at that point, too. So that, if, if that's the lens they're going through, they did a good job at that. Because we don't know what how long it's been. Yeah. We have no recollection. Well, of, or, the one thing know. I'm glad about, I'm had about this movie, is it didn't take the cop out of, like, wakes up in a hospital, gurney at the end of the movie, like, it's only been four... I, I'm, I'm glad... It took different cop-outs, though. I'm mad at this movie, but it's fine. But it, it took different cop-outs, well, which is what sucks. But it's an interesting premise. It is. That's I like the, the idea. I just yeah, think it's you know, executed not so great. Well, so I like how this movie opens, I think, the strongest of, you know, he's having a tough time kind of candle divorce, not seeing his kids a lot, and he's drawing his dream house. Like, I think it went overboard with the whole drawing the dream house thing real quick, because it really insinuates that, like, as much as I want to say, Chris, you asked me, it really kind of, in the, the beginning, it gives you two different options, and both are equally as strong, that he's going into his delusional world or because he does take drugs in the beginning, 
he like he starts to like cut him up with his credit or like grind him with his credit card, and then the camera like pans away. You see pictures of his family. It's implied that he snorts some oxygen. You hear yeah. him snort it. That's the thing, and like it, it implies that he's snorted. And he's gonna snort it, but I don't know like what kind of high that gives you for how long. I don't listen. Know it can make you hallucinate. Well, that's kind of my point, though. Is mm-hmm. like the whole thing is kind of a of an hallucination. Yeah, I mean, anyway. they're they're planning the seed early that that this could all be in his mind because it's his dream house that he's drawing. It's his dream girl that he's drawing. And and all right, but the drugs would suggest that it's real. He's just strung out, experiencing this as like a strung out drug thing. Yeah, well, that's what I. Yeah. That's so what I mean, I'm there's two different paths you could take. There's. This movie goes on like two and a half paths, and I mean that, and I mean that literally. Like, there's, there's like two oh, there, and a yeah, half. There, there are multiple here. times during this movie where two separate things are converging in the one. Yeah, like it, weird video game esque yep. transitions. I don't know. This movie to me, I don't know. So like the things, the things I liked about this movie, it was cool to see Owen Wilson. It's been a I always like seeing him in and stuff other than comedies. What's going on? You know, it's your boy Owen Wilson, and then Salma Ayak. While I am not a fan of, of hers, I like seeing her in stuff because she does. She does. When's the last big thing she was in? Like I, I'm, I'm happy. She's to see... in all those Adam Sandler movies now, the grown up movies and stuff. Yeah, and listen, they, well, they, but... yeah, they're bad, but they make a ton of oh, shitty okay, money. Yeah. Oh, that movie <laughs> like a boss. Yeah, that really that awful comedy that we talked about that we didn't like. Yeah, but it's like like I, I'm happy to Tiffany see Tiffany Haddish, Rosemary. I Arm. think they I think they did well together. To be honest, I think they like their performance. You know, off of each other was fine. God, she looked grody as hell too, didn't she? But she, she did. She's looking but, her but age. I, I think. Well, I think. So, like when she's when they're in the the dream the dream home the 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 Tuscany Bliss. whatever Bliss. She looks fine. She mm-hmm. looks good. She looks you know well put together and you know you know attractive and clean. When she's not, she looking rough. I think that's on purpose. She's fifty five. Yeah. She's born in sixty six, and she looking good fifty five. I don't know. She kind of looked fifty five ish. That's okay. Uh, fine, but, but I'm just saying. But like, like when they're in the real world, like she looks rough. She looks like she's probably stabbed some dude. Well, that's but they both. Look. She's definitely not the first time she's robbed a man with mace. <laughs> but that's happened before. Like I've been down this road once or twice. Like she, she knew how that scam was gonna go right away. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but they, they do both look really grody and grungy in the a lot the, of sweaty. But then when they're in the, movie. but then what they they look like two supermodels were in the when they're in like. Well, yeah, because that's your mind's world. perception of yourself. Like you don't look strung out. Oh, listen, there are times when I feel like I'm strung out and look completely fine. And there are other times that I'm like I feel good and I look at myself and be like Jesus, you're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me those days you wake up, be like I can't believe I'm not that hungover. You look at yourself in the mirror, like. I am that hungover. <laughs> oh man, I need to shower again. Yeah. I just showered. Yeah. Like, like, why I can't like stop drinking? sweating. <laughs> <laughs> but so like, well, those are the things I liked, and it was a, it was an interesting premise. I liked where like where how the movie begins is pretty strong actually. From the from the scene with his boss to the bar scene directly after with her, and then like the weird beginning of like making you wonder what the hell's actually happening. But then it just all goes, not even sideways, it's upside down and just shoved into a really tiny box. Well, it does what so many movies do. It starts strong and then like within 10 minutes it's already like, the strong is gone and it's already cascading well, so off the cliff. Let's talk about when, it, when I think the movie gets super weird. Yeah. When they finally, like when they leave the simulation mm-hmm. and they're actually in bliss, okay? And when they're there and like there's people walking around, they're like holograms that are interacting with things and like... I want to. I never really got to understand. Like, are they doing this simulation together? Is it the drug trip together? Because listen, 
you know, this movie makes it very ambiguous, which is a word you'll hear a lot about this movie. You don't really know exactly what's going on. But the one thing the movie will lead you to believe is if it is a simulation, okay, fine, I get it, they're there together. If it is a drug-fueled bender, they're still there together moving forward together. Like, if they're in some sort of weird trip, they're tripping the same thing at the same time, which is really hard to understand. Yeah. Or, or the third option is, is one person is all made up completely. That's that's the, the other question. But that's the like like the addendum to the drug rage is like is it because for the first three or four times I just saw Crazy's like trying to process what I just said. <laughs> well, for the no, first I, few I, times I'm thinking if if she could be made up and I don't but, think she can be. So in the when he goes into his boss's office for the first time, it, it zooms in out the window to the rehab sign. It comes back in the window. And then you see the rehab sign like a dozen more. I don't know. Uh-huh. You, you picked up on stuff I didn't see. I don't yeah. know if you saw that. It's, a, it's like four or five at least. Okay. Probably more Usually than when, that. when they're doing the homeless thing, sitting on a stoop eating, there's always the re- – like the well, rehab sign is always – I, I the think there's a re- – the, the simple reason for that is is because they don't really leave that area too much. Yeah. Like where that bar is, where his work is, where their little homeless camp is – we're talking like a six block radius. Yeah, easy. Yeah. So yeah, that's not. And also, I'm not quite sure. What What does the the skating rink scene tell you? The roller rink. The sorry, the roller rink. When they were you know they were causing all this mayhem and like doing all the things. With like them. that would be awesome to do to so, stupid but like, dicks. Doesn't that tell you that they were doing all these things in their mind? They were you know using their force powers, or whatever, to like make people assholes fall over, and then you know they walk out with coats and hats that aren't theirs, and then. They look at the police cars going by after the people put onto it, and it's them. Mm-hmm. But doesn't that kind of tell you that? Isn't that the movie telling you like this is just? It's definitely in well, his mind. Well, yeah. So, point that I just made a second ago is it's definitely in his mind, and that's where I really started to think that maybe she's not a real person, because when they end up at the police station, they're not anywhere near each other. You know what I mean? Like you never see her get run through the police station. You only see him get run through the police station. She's already outside waiting for him. And he's like, I never gave him anything. She's like, I didn't give him everything either. Because, you know, that's what, hey, we're on the same wavelength. I didn't, so you didn't. And that's where I really started to think, like, she might be completely fake. I've, I assume she was fake for the, almost the entire movie. Well, and again, until those things happen. The, the terrible yeah. word of ambiguous. You don't really know. Because, listen, it could go either way. And the reason I think of it was because it's like she's his dream person. You know, that's why I think she might not be real. Well, see, but that doesn't... I was trying to go back to the carjacking. Because she got in the car, told the guy she was she was going to give him a blowjob. And then, how do those events play out? Owen goes around the other side. He's the one that actually pulls him out and actually takes the oh, car so, and drives. I mean, that could just be completely Owen, like... He might, have just, he might have just grabbed some guy that was trying to pick up a prostitute, knocked him out, and took his car. And his wallet. And his wallet. She had a thing with the wallets. Always take the yeah. wallets. But, I mean, I... So, the more I think about it, the more I think this was all in his head completely. Maybe. Maybe not. But I, here's the thing. I can't buy that. I, like, that's the point. Like, maybe, maybe not. Because there's never enough evidence <laughs> either way. Again, with sure. also the simulation or the whole drug... Because, listen, even if it's not the whole drug-fueled rage... She could be completely fake inside the simulation as well. True. Like it also, you know, like Total Recall style. You know, something you think about gets stuck in your brain and just your mm-hmm. brain builds around it. 
Now, I'm overthinking this terrible movie. True. Um, giving True. it more credit than it deserves. But yeah. there is something else there that, you know, if this movie was good, would have been nice to see how it actually played out. Because this movie doesn't answer any of its own stupid questions. I hate that. <laughs> well, that's the whole part of them being ambiguous. And they see it as brilliant ambiguity. We see it as cop-out. I mean, that's just how it comes down to Listen, it. Listen, idiot, give me a solution. Well, it, it doesn't have to be a... Be a a full solution, but give credence to one of these two things and don't be afraid to, for your movie to be one of these two things. Because at one point, this movie is three different movies. And it, and it doesn't know which one it wants to be. It's And that's where its problem lies. It takes away from everything it's doing right in each of these things that it's trying to do because it's just trying to do all three of them and then kind of like let you decide. And it's just such a, it's just such a cheap move when you can just... You know, let people think what they want to all the way through, and then pick a way to go, and then and then run it, or run it as close as you can without saying it, instead of just leaving it all hang there. Because we it was we we now have a third a third thing that, that this could be mm-hmm. that I didn't think about, which you know, while I don't agree with it, it could be you though. Absolutely, it could, could fit be. in, right? Yeah. And it's one of those things where like it just feels so cheap because you have solo scenes with her, mm-hmm. and then if they're doing that, that is an that is a purposeful faint by them that is cheap because it's like this is a character things are happening without Owen Wilson there that he doesn't know about and she's doing these things that we're showing you so she has to be real but then well, you can think well maybe she was but we never go to her by herself yes well, you hold, do hold, when when she's with um the the young the young guy that's giving her the crystals the crystals but again they though separate. but he's waiting outside well, that, that's the whole thing is so, like well, you, he's so just you, waiting for something I, to I know what he's saying for in his mind he's created this person that like has yes he's he's built her story as she's the one that can get me the drugs that I need or crystals sorry um so in his mind this is just playing out now obviously I have no idea but another another thing I want to bring up along that line I want to talk about the son for one second, okay? Because you don't get a single interaction with... Dad and son. Dad and son. So, I, he might not be real either. No, because... Si- what about sister? Si- well, but the I think daughter with, is yeah. real, okay? Yeah. I If you had to narrow down a couple of things that are real in this movie, I believe the daughter is real. Yeah, but again, she interacts with him. I, I get it. But again, it might be part of his own stupid, right? No, I think he's real, but he's just—he's not thinking about the. Well, no, because that's the thing. So there's two things I want. I was just when I was like staring blankly at the audio pile, I was thinking about the whole fast food thing in the beginning. Again, that's one of the things when I saw that I was like, okay, she's definitely not real because every time because he went in there, she said, "Give me a chicken, a fry, chicken sandwich, fry, and a soda." And he, when he went in there, when he couldn't pay for it, and he looked out the window and saw her gone, it all became real for a second. Like, I can't pay for this. So, like, again, the story is great up until he can't do something in the real world. And then when the guy gives him food, again, there's no one there to see her. That's right. Him. And he just has food when so. she comes back. But it's all about the simulation, Like, too. maybe in his own brain, like, she doesn't even return until he's got the food. But if remember, she, the, the brother's older. When she's not there, the magic is gone. That's the whole point. I mean, not not that she's not real. When she's not with him, the his situation feels very real to him. When sure. she's there, but that and just, it, when and when yeah. they're together, that's when he's experiencing the bliss. That's what bliss is. Sure, I, I know what you mean, but it also adds credence to where she might not be real at all. I know, but eventually, so like I think the the with the the way that I connected with this was that was that eventually that magic fades. 
and eventually he he wants to go to rehab. You need more drugs. Eventually he wants to he want he's he wants to go to his daughter. He makes those choices, and she pulls him back in. She keeps him there. That kind of thing. The drugs keep him because back. when they're together, and when they have the drugs, everything's good. Oh yeah, it, it, it's the best it's ever been for them. But as that fades for for them, because she well, says you always leave. Me it's it's typical when you when, when drug addicts come down. Yes, yeah, and things change. It's both of them together, and that's why the movie's called Bliss. I mean, so I mean. The I think the son is real. He's just he's had enough of his well, crazy the, father. The, I'm sorry. the the only The only point I was trying to make is I don't I'm real or not. I don't know. Is there is not a single scenario or interaction with him and, him dad. and dad. Yeah. So there's also not, you know, the son's just had enough. For, for as much as but, the, but, but, no, I, I, under, I understand they they, they, they write it in where it could work, but also yeah. like they write in where maybe that's not something once again I we don't know that leads back to this movie doing the the bad version of of, amb- of amb- ambiguity. I can't remember. ambiguity. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just speaking more towards this movie. Just takes the bad, the bad version of that, because the ending, especially because we don't know what actually happens. I mean, we know what happens to her, but because of the way the movie, the movie pans itself out for you, you assume she's just dead. But she could have got out, of, out back into the back out of the, the brain box, and all this stuff. Where why not let that be a tragic ending for that character instead? Where she thinks she's gonna check out of brain box and she just blows her head off. Mm-hmm. Let that be like this. Oh God, this you know this impactful moment with a character you've been on the ride not. with the entire movie. Instead, it's just eh, we don't know. Oh, it no. takes emotion out of it's it. It's just another junkie down. <laughs> you know, it's, it, I mean, <laughs> no, it is that's, that's, it, exactly it is, how it, it plays is, out. Is, yeah, yeah. That's so, all complicated too. It's just another yeah, but, yeah, but we're seeing the entire movie through through Owen Wilson's like eyes at that point. So and Greg Whittle, if you want to build that Dr. up and then Greg just make Whittle. it make it mean literally nothing. <laughs> That's odd, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, hold on. So we're we're talking about things that probably don't actually matter. Once again, we're we're, we're talking more about a bad movie. Than yes, we should. No, well, so it, let, but well, it's interesting. That's well, the, so, so I have a counter question. What do you guys like about this movie? Because there's a little bit of stuff that I do like. I start. I started that before I went, went, went on my tirade. <laughs> <laughs> my tirade. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Um. Like, there's a couple things that I do like about this. Like, I like the fact when, like, they're walking through and, like, the riot or whatever is happening. You see and things like... You see things like, you know, the stuff is burning and how it's, like, fading and out. Like, I think that stuff is kind of neat. And it takes effort to do things The walls like becoming fences again and yep. stuff like that, yeah. Exactly. Yep. And I, I appreciate things like that. Now, there are very little of that in this movie, but I think things like that are pretty cool. I thought the brain box looked cool as hell. How about when he pulls the thing out of his nose and something that was like, hold on, I'm like, ooh, something, I don't know what that is. It goes back up. I yeah. don't like um, that. I mean, the whole thing, if you commit to... This is the guy who's just not in a good place. He's taking drugs. He's definitely he just, not in a good place. He goes place. off the drugs, deep end. Drugs or computer simulation, bad place. Well, yeah, yeah Greg terrible headspace. Greg, Greg Whittle's not in a good place. But point is, like, I commit to that this is definitely reality, but, like, I love the point where he's answering the questions differently than he answered them before. Yeah. And he, she says, who are you missing in your life right now? And you see his daughter walk down. He kind of freezes. It's a beautiful moment. Yeah. And then right after that, when he's talking to his – when he's running – when he's going up the stairs chasing an apparition that looks like his daughter, and then you start to see the really, like, it's not a it's not a mansion with a wonderful pillars and hallways. It's, it's now a homeless camp with tents and fire and people running and people with picket signs. I did appreciate the fellow homeless man. It was like, hey, Greg, heads up, and just tosses yeah. him a beer. Good on down the street. Yeah. Grego, hey, Grego. <laughs> hey, Grego. The whole Bill Nye thing was weird. I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that Bill's in the movie. I, I mean, I'm, yeah, that's pretty cool. 
Um, he should have slaughtered people. I think so. Right. Embrace so, it. So, like, yeah. another point where they, they don't... Because well, the things we like, like I like the small little like cues that this could be a simulation. Like we talked about the the repeating three people yep. over and over again. The wallet they, thing, you know, yeah, that the big and, one because that one's that one is thrown at you. Like you can't miss yeah. that one. Yep, and it's just like I like those little plays to to lend to you know like you being on this ride trying to figure this out, and it's just the, there's also a few more moments where that happens that I, I can't pin. Well, then the there's moment. the the big moment with his boss. Well, okay, yeah. So yeah, this yeah. And I want to say what happens, but that the second time that we encounter that, like that's a big thing. And that's where and that's where the movie, I think, at that point, up till there, and in that moment, you're like, whoa, okay, maybe just maybe. Mm -hmm. But then it just it just does this belly roll and just exposes itself, so you can stab it over and over again. Mm -hmm. Because then it just goes. That's where the movie just begins to plummet for me. Because all of a sudden they gave you all this to make you think. Holy shit! All right, we're we're doing this thing, and then it's like they can't commit to it, and things just go sideways from there for me. Yeah, it definitely like that's a turning point of this movie. But again, though, there's not a whole lot of good in this movie. There's a whole lot of things I can appreciate, but overall, this movie's pretty bad. It, so it's a bad movie. I was weirdly enamored by well, it. Yeah, I was too. Well, that's the thing. I didn't said... want to stop watching it. Which, yep. cause I... Well, because you wanted, you wanted to see how it was going to play well, out. Then, yeah. well, but that's also what sucks for me because then there's it no goddamn answer. I know. And that's, listen, obviously it's your movie. Make it however you want. But if you're going to suck me in for like an hour 45 and not give me a solution to a movie that's already bad, I hate you. I have two more questions for you then. When they're down there in the end, and the cops are kind of surrounding him and moving into position to take whoever's in this little tiny camp of theirs, his daughter's there, yeah, mm -hmm. yelling down to him, "Dad, Dad, Dad!" If she isn't real, who are the cops looking at while he gets away? That's another. That's one thing I can't reckon with. I know. That I know. I just. Scene, I just made a hand motion at Grayson, so you guys, nobody knew. And like, I just look <laughs> at him like, no one knows. Yeah. But like, that's the th without that scene. For me, this is like the more I think about it, there is no ambiguity. Well, here. hold on. This so is the guy on drugs. Well, let me let me give you a counter question, okay? Because when the the whole fight breaks out at the gala or whatever it is, what's happening in real life? This protest. Well, it's, riot, it's, it's, it's a protest and a riot. Where are they? Are they riding at the homeless camp? Or are they? I mean, apparently, I mean, they're they're supposed to be up on the street. Yeah, it's nearby. But like, or he comes upstairs to get out of that. Yeah. Like. Where the, the Which implies that he's down. He's down in the home. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like it, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So yeah. Again though, they, there's a lot. They they do a lot of you know look one way while well, something else is happening here, but none of it's really good. Yeah. That's I mean. So to me, this there's no ambiguity here. This is about a guy on drugs. They just do clever well, things. Listen, to make the movie even if it is ambiguity, there's definitely a guy on drugs involved in this <laughs> potential thing. Yeah, but you guys are still because you're on. You you still think there's a chance that there was a yes. guy literally I, in a computer. I, see, I, yes. I I understand what he means because you don't get a clear answer either way. Because if there's some guy that they're running some weird computer simulation thing, listen, he's just fucked up. Like that's yes. just a real thing, and there are real people in real you know that end up with just problems. I buy the computer simulation thing as much as the fact that he could be real and just fucked up on drugs. Yes, yes. To answer that question, I. I, I I don't have a counter I argument buy, to say that he's wrong. I buy both both possibilities because the movie doesn't tell me otherwise. It 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 reinforces both of them. 
And that's where it, I think it yeah, messes there, up. There's just enough of each. Because listen, if he's in a computer simulation, he still might be messed up on drugs. Or he just might be messed up on drugs thinking he's in a computer simulation. Yeah, They goes, both work. It goes both ways. Mm. I, to, <laughs> I, to me, I don't, but like... And Computer also, sim- there is real potential that the, maybe not everybody's real in this movie. <laughs> the, thing, the thing, she used the term real, too. What is real, what isn't real. When you're on drug, I mean, whatever. But, I mean, it doesn't... The scene when you are talking about people reappearing and going walking the same line... And that definitely that's happens. The, but that's after he's our, his brain is committed to the however long talking to her about powers and she can do this. and But, like, that's during... That's telling you that this part of it, something is not right. Well, listen, nothing is right ever. But then they never... <laughs> If there was, but there was never a proposed simulation room anywhere. Well, they never. They here's the thing. They they open up the doors for all these questions, and they don't answer any of them. That's the problem. Well, fine, but they don't That's answer. Bad. They don't answer any of them. But the ending is pretty conclusive to me that he was just well. So hold on, a homeless guy. No. On no, drugs. no, no, no. Listen, he just chose the simulation. He very well no, could have no just way. been in this. Hey, what? No, I agree with Chris because listen. No matter what, like I said, there's definitely whether it's a simulation or not. There's a man that has an addiction problem. Okay. The only thing we see happen is he goes through rehab. That does not mean he was in real life. It just means in the computer simulation, because she makes it a point, you can spend your simulation in jail. So this guy So this guy has an addictive personality. You can become addicted to people, and they say that you can get attached to the, the NPCs, that you can get attached to these people. It happens to, it happens to people Fine. in the Fine, I'm not, I'm not arguing that, but that's... Um, so he's choosing, I, but there's so he's no. That. But in in the in 103 minutes, you have to only get. It's not like you can watch a movie and just come up with your own. Like, oh, that was definitely not real. Well, if there's nothing to suggest it wasn't real, well, then that, it that's wasn't the thing. Real. There, there is too much of this movie because you don't get a clear answer on half of the stuff but, either way. But the ending when he meets his daughter and gives her flowers, yeah. to me, that's saying, I was messed up. I'm stopping. Hold I on. Be, to hold me, on. So, 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 to, to you, it says and that. Everything but you're I'm, saying... But, hold, no, I have counterpoints to that. Everything you're saying is true, but for me, he could still be... He could, All those things could still be true, and he chose the simulation. He chose the daughter. But he didn't choose the simulation. Well... No, because he had, did he? he, he listen, the light bulb... Listen, no, for people not, listening, the light bulb just no, went off on Grayson. it didn't off my head, because... I don't. I just. There's. It's not like we were introduced to a a big server room where there was a video game being oh, built hold on. for the idea. Bro, of bro, being a this, this ain't room. this ain't the Matrix. You already saw the brain box room. There might only be seven the people. The brain box room was in the simulation, so like it was not. Or it's not in the simulation. Or it, that's the real world. And there, and <laughs> no, well, <laughs> I promise you. Read some literature on this. I promise you. That no, you're some first off, watching the movie. I'll never talk about this movie again past this point. <laughs> so I shouldn't have to read literature. To understand your movie, if I had, if I asked Mike Cahill, the director, and I said, "Mike, what's really going on in this movie?" He would look at me and goes, "It's a guy on drugs." Tweet him. Tweet. tweet why? Him. Why don't you tweet him? <laughs> no, no, no. We're not gonna... Watch Bliss. Tell us for yourself. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, so that, that's that's the real thing. I, and I think that's the point of this movie is you have to make your own decisions because listen, there are multiple options that all could fit. I just hate it. And <laughs> and it's time to rate this movie because yeah. We're, Done talking about it. Um, I'll go. I'll, I'll go first. Good. I'm gonna give it a straight five. Oof. Well, it's recommendable because you're like, there's some really weird stuff going on in there that you know, figure it out for yourself. I like, you know, Old Wilson's good. Selma Hayek is good. The daughter is excellent. She is. The son is great. great. I mean, there's good acting going on here. Bill Nye is good enough. Bill Nye, he slams <laughs> someone through enough. a table. Um, yeah, there's some cool things going on in this movie. I just think this movie was 
I kept, you know what my mind kept returning to? And this is a weird movie. All the way back to 2003, The Butterfly Effect. Oh, okay. With yeah, Ashton Kutcher. You. That's a very well-written film. Gotcha. Kind of in the same vein of, you know, he's trying to make his own reality. But then, and then it just, one in the ending, it's very definitive as the ending. But, like, it's just, I kept going back to The Butterfly Effect. This movie reminded me of uh, Serenity, I think it was what, is what yeah, it was. With yeah, the, with Matt McConaughey. And yeah. not like Good Serenity with Captain Malcolm Reynolds and the Firefly yeah, 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 crew, yeah. but... <laughs> So, the weird one where he's an MP, they're all NPCs. Yeah. And... I'll rate this one next, and I'm gonna fall back on our the same we like to, we like to do with. Um, you can like a you can like a bad movie. I did like this movie. I found myself connected to it in a weird way, not connected to it, but like just you know falling along with it and and, and yeah, I guess connecting with it in a weird way. But it's a bad movie. It's a three out of ten. <laughs> it's not good. All right. Well, it's... so here, here's the thing. I think it's a three out of ten as Whoa. well, because yeah. and listen, I don't think you're way off because, you know, you obviously like more of this stuff than I did. I think the only thing that it's got going for it is you don't really know what it's got going for it. <laughs> it doesn't tell you what's happening. Other than that, though, like I spent half this movie going, I don't get it, and I think I'm a very intelligent movie watcher. You can't leave every door halfway open. Yep. You gotta close one. This movie had me into the brain box until after until after the brain box. Like it, it was like, oh man, everything else just kind of went sideways for me. Yeah, it, it this it, it pained me that I wanted to continue to watch this movie and then to never get a payoff. The more I think about this movie, the more I dislike this movie. I think is a bad a bad sign for this. I movie. broke your brain with the fake person thing. Well, like for a moment, I was like, "There's no way she could be." Like, oh, I no, I running saw you running it through your head. Yeah. <laughs> One thing they never did, and I I hope they were going to do before we move on, is one thing I wanted them to do was, in the beginning, we know she's graduating in two weeks, is to, like, use the time frame to get her closer to the two-week graduation. But it just, there's no real time (laughs) frame. There might have been, like, four months past. It's true, yeah, yeah. We just watched Cherry. When people go on these benders, they go on benders. Dad, you have two grandkids. It's only been a month. Like, (laughs) that's some good drugs, bro. That, that, that's just kind of where I sit with it, but you know. yeah. Uh, all right, that's enough of bliss. It's very interesting that we come up. Let's with talk about the good stuff. The Stylized violence. violence. The Let's go. Right. Nobody. Directed by Ilya Nashuller. Uh, Bob Odenkirk came out March twenty sixth. Very recent, twenty twenty one. Bob Odenkirk. Ask. I'm going to butcher these names. Alexei Serb. Serbiakov, I'm sorry if I did, I'm sorry. Connie Nielsen, Christopher Lloyd, who, by the way, shout out to Christopher Lloyd. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> oh, was my such goodness. a, like, hey. <laughs> and Michael Ironside, RZA, RZA. Um, oh, yeah, RZA, buddy. You gotta love him. Yeah, it's, this is one of these movies that this movie works. And it works on every single level. And Hell, yes, it, it does. It, it, it adds... It, it's, it's some To me, it somewhere sits in a parallel universe to John Wick, where... It's a different way to tell a very similar story. You know, it's just... I'm surprised... You know what I'm honestly surprised about? There was no dog in this movie. I no, totally expected there was no a cat. I understand that, but I totally expected there to be also a dog No, 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 somewhere. listen. I, I get the cat, because they want you to they want you to get the it's a pet reference thing, yeah. but not quite the same. I get that. And I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm okay with it. Tell you there is a dog. It's a bracelet. No, it's a kitty cat bracelet. Kitty cat bracelet. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, tell you there is a dog... In, in the symbolism of, of how about the that it was symbolism under, of the how dog. about the spoiler of where the kid can't reach the whole time well you knew that was the case but like, uh, Roger, why don't you take 30 seconds and hey, sum up hey, nobody I'm talking here I know but the symbolism of the dog in this movie is the, is I the don't, kitty cat I bracelet I don't think that it's a thing the whole thing starts because of a kitty cat bracelet it's kind of a thing 
I mean, fine it is, but I think if that was the intention, it would have been made a dog instead. A doggy cat? Because you think it doesn't mean that's what it was. I'm willing to bet if you ask him. Well, let's ask him. <laughs> tweet him. <laughs> tweet him. <laughs> tweet him. <laughs> Go ahead, Rose. Why don't you sum up nobody, please? Uh, so nobody is about, uh, what's his name? Hutch, uh, Hutch Mansell? Yeah. Mansell? Hutch, Hutch Mansell. <laughs> um, and he works a nine-to-five job Monday through Friday. His life is just a broken record. Terribly mundane. Just running. How I'm impressed with the kind of shape that Bob Odenkirk is in, though. Like, right? does that like has that always been a thing? And I just never noticed it. I mean, or maybe did he just get jacked? <laughs> For this, he may have. Listen, here's the thing. He's not young. Nothing. Nothing really? against Bob. Love him. He's not a Bob. young man. <laughs> My buddy Bob. <laughs> He's not a young man. Sixty-two. Holy Christ. Well, God damn. <laughs> he looks good. Jeez. He looks yeah. good for 62. Right. And I, I bet you he did a lot of his own stunts in this movie. He too. did. Uh, so I read something, and he, he did he did a, most of his own stunt work in this, which is awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah. How much do you think Christopher Lloyd was doing his own stunt work? 100%. <laughs> he never stopped. That man, was, that man was there to do it. I just saw that him and... Uh, Bob Odenkirk and Christopher Lloyd share a birthday, so nice, oh. nice. Imagine they share drinks together too. I'm sure oh, yeah. they did. Um, but so the, he's his life is just a broken record. Um, things aren't going like his job's fine. His marriage some... isn't great. Yeah, that's, I was gonna say. Um, his home dynamic is not the best, but not. His son doesn't Awful. respect him. Yeah, his son thinks he's a pussy. I mean, honestly. Well, what happens legitimately he, well, with yes, you? Right, his exactly. neighbor thinks he's a pussy. Yeah. The cops thinks he's a pussy. It's yeah. just, it doesn't look good. No, it's bad. <laughs> his daughter loves him. She does. Comes up on the couch with yep. him, goes to sleep. You know, it's nice. But, I mean, the real, the real part of the story is, you know, people break into his house. He doesn't do anything. And you find I, I like how you find out why he didn't do anything because either. Like it's to. so, it works so well yeah. for me. Wait, wait, what, what did you just I'll, say? I'll, I'll I'll bring it to you here in just a minute. Why right. he didn't have to? No, I know, but why he didn't have to what? Violence them? Yes. Yeah, well, that, that was what, just a weird way to say why, why he didn't, didn't have to do anything. That was a weird way to say why he chose not to do anything further. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, okay. Sorry. I, I got it. I don't know why you didn't. I didn't. I just it was a weird choice of words. Go <laughs> but, on, please. Thank you. But I mean, so and it, it brings him back to you know his former life, and he needs like a As fire. A fire lights back inside of he, his body. He's an addict that needs a fix. That's right. Like <laughs> something has woken back up inside of him that he he's got a rage thing now, and it's a story of you know him going back to his old life and you know things a taking just, a turn just, just, just for, a pinch just for a app, just he, for an evening. he goes back as an auditor and <laughs> well so i mean so his house gets robbed they steal like 25 bucks and maybe a kitty cat bracelet maybe and you know that's what sets him off that's the, what he storms that's out right of the, the sun the sun jumps on the one guy's back and you know, he could have beat him with a golf club, and he didn't, and they just let him go. The son gets punched right in the face. Right in the face. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, he goes looking for his kitty cat bracelet. You know, turns out he's got connections with, like, 900 people, ends up in a confrontation with the guys on the bus straight from the movie trailer, beats up a Russian mafia guy, because, of course, it's a Russian mafia guy. Oh, it's always because in John guy. Wick, it's always a Russian mafia guy. Uh, a connection. And... Somewhere in Ohio, by the way. It's Ohio license plate. true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figure this is like East Cleveland. <laughs> Probably East mm-hmm. Cleveland. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm from that area. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I mean, turns out nobody is really a somebody. <laughs> and somebody who deals death, sir. I like how, how they, like, because they did this really well in John Wick too, obviously, but in a more subtle way, like, or maybe underhanded way is a better way to say it, everyone's afraid of this dude when they figure it out. It's, well, yeah, the, the, the real first show of it is at the tattoo parlor. When a guy yes. sees a single half of a tattoo on his wrist. Yep. And it's an old Vietnam vet guy, yeah. and he, he looks at him, and everybody's like, kind of just, you know, whatever, get out of here. He sees, like, this half of a, a tattoo on his wrist, and the guy's like... It's his death dealer tattoo. Uh-huh. He's like, thanks for your service. And yep. then he goes and unlocks five doors. <laughs> well, well, and, like, they're trashing this guy before this, right? They're like, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're going to waste him where they think they are. And that guy sees that tattoo, and all of a sudden, he's full respect... Thank you for your service. And like like you said, that shuts that door and it, it was comical. You just hear so click, many click, locks. Click, click, like so many locks. locks. Yeah. And he just like peeks in the window. And then slams it shut. shut. <laughs> yeah. What does he know that that guy can do? He's a bad dude. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, how about when they pull his actual file? Well, yeah, yeah, that was a thing. Well, so yeah, so the Russian mafia starts to look for Hutch after, you know, he nearly kills somebody. How about the guy that gets hit in the face with a chair? Dude. <laughs> 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 He just we throws the we chair do get some in. sweet, coked-out Russian mafia guy. Loved him. I yeah. love that guy. Okay, okay. <laughs> he goes in to find out what happened to his brother. His brother gets his larynx crushed. And legitimately, Hutch gives him a, a tracheotomy on a bus mm-hmm. so he doesn't die. Because he wasn't trying to kill him. I don't, yeah. you know, I'm pretty certain he didn't want to kill him because he just would have not unloaded the gun. Um and the Russian guy goes, what was his name? Alexei something? Yeah. Because it's always Alexei something. <laughs> and he walks in and the guy's like, hey, let me tell you what happened. He just hits him with a hits him with a waiting room chair from across the room right <laughs> in the face. <laughs> it's very satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> very satisfying. And I mean, this is just him killing everyone. From that on, yeah, that's what it becomes. Pretty much. Yep. Well, and like and like you said, like they, they they're trying to find out who he is, and they have this like. This, well, so they they, this, they, this they end up with, they end up with his metro card. They end up hacking his metro card to find out who he is, and then when like she goes to like search him, nothing comes up. Yep. And she's like, "Oh, I got a guy at a, I got a guy at the Pentagon." She blackmails the guy also at the Pentagon. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> um, and he goes and finds this like heavily redacted file with like pictures of rows of corpses (laughs) (laughs) who she prints out all the stuff throws it at him is like i quit i quit don't worry about paying me and she just leaves leaves. yep because listen hutch mansell is a bad dude pretty much the worst dude or the best dude however you think about it and then from that on like you said there's there's just people getting killed just a hail of well it's more it's more than that though that's what i find that's what i find so interesting oh it's clever it's funny but it's more than i mean the story is more than that though that's the thing is like the whole michael ironside thing you know well listen his his shitty father-in-law and his shitty brother-in-law then he goes to buy their factory and he punches him right in the stomach listen he hit him so hard (laughs) so but more importantly he hit him where you knew you could hit someone and kind of take him out of the fight yeah. for a few minutes like i'm not going to kill you i'm just going to make you understand well, i could do this anytime that like, i want like, it's okay it's okay just breathe deep breath sit down sit down sit down he's like what, what am i gonna do i don't care <laughs> he dumps a thing full of gold on the counter and i like how the um michael ironsides uh, eddie williams looked at him and goes done shook his hand yep <laughs> deal <laughs> yeah great that's but there's so much more to this than just the whole because, I mean, I found the wonderful with, you know, he didn't swing is because 
Well, so nothing he ever tells his son. Well, he, he can see they were desperate. Right. I, I don't. I don't want to no really bring the gun. I, I don't want to spoil that part because it, it has a purpose. But there's a reason why he doesn't savagely beat these people to death because mm-hmm. he absolutely could have. And when he breaks it down, exactly why? Yeah. I was just like, dang. Yeah. Or like, remember when he's talking about the the flashback scene with the guy he's you know tracked down? Oh yeah, yeah. And he's talking about the gun, and he's just like, no, scratch that. It was an H and K forty five with mm-hmm. the, the every spec of it because he doesn't forget. Nope. He's seen everything. He's cataloged everything because he's a killing machine. Mm-hmm. I really wanted there to be a callback with him going back. To that apartment, or like not even him staying there, but just leaving cash. Oh, for that, for those two. For, yeah, eh. I really thought that was going to happen. They still or he was going to recruit. They one still of them. wronged. They still him. wronged his family and punched his son in the face. Mm-hmm. So probably not. Like what, Billy jacked him right in the face. Well, it's it's like the part when he says the refugee guys. He's like, you guys came to my house, and he goes, and that's against the rules. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says he's, very very shortly, you don't do that. He's like, yeah, they, we could go about this several ways, but you went to my house, and that's against the rules. Yep. So now I'm gonna kill every person you've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> and then he opens the door, and uh, it's kind of—it's a good twist, though. It's a very good twist. There, there is so much about this movie to like. Bob Odenkirk certainly being one of them. The, the, the breakdown of his monotonous life—he misses the garbage every single day. His wife won't touch him. They have a, a bed of pillows. She's an actual divider between yeah. them. Yeah. That's only because, like, I feel like there's. He's such an interesting character because he's keeping so much from them to keep them safe. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's a hierarchy of knowledge. Who knows what? I don't think his wife doesn't love him. I just think his wife feels neglected and therefore assumes that he doesn't he's doing something else on the side. Well, I mean, I don't even know. It's, I don't think it's quite yeah, like that. Yeah, I think it's, it's his life is just so boring that they have no, he, she has no interest in him anymore. Yeah. And then once finally, you know, there's a spark of something back in him. There's a little bit of affection back into a life. Yeah, so he, he removes the yes. pillow divider, and yeah. mm-hmm. we assume that you know what would happen that night. But well, well, the next morning he's whistling, and instead of like making the breakfast and not eating it, he's, he's like, he's, like making steak and eggs. He's like he's like just eating it raw right out of the goddamn pan. Yeah, yeah. He love when he made the eggs for himself, and she's like, "Hey, let's go." And he just, just he dumps it, but half of it misses the car. Yeah. And he just leaves. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the hell with it. Well, that was really great too. I, I did appreciate the callback to like the John Wick esque a, a sweet uh, muscle car. Oh yeah, yeah, loved well, it. Well, you knew he was stealing that car at some point. Well, good of one. Course, that, of that's in the trailer where he's driving it around. Okay, yes, yeah, but I didn't how about when he like that. he dude that driving scene? Oh, I love that driving scene where he slams the seat back and he's driving late. Oh yeah, yep. That was impressive. Yep. Like I was like, I've never seen anybody do that in this in a in a uh, god drive. Like a chase scene. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would. That's the words. <laughs> I was, I was trying to like make like shootout, gunfire, car chase, and combine into one thing like shmup. <laughs> that's a real thing. I'm telling you, it's a real thing, and it's full circle. Um, with, but that's that's the whole thing behind like the the James Bond or the Jason Bourne, the the Hutchman cells. Like the James Bond to me is such a before before um, who's the recent James Bond? What's his name? Craig. Craig. Before Craig. James Bond was this mythical character. They, they were that, suave and cool. Yeah, they like yeah. could kill you, but looking, but also like always had his bow tie on perfectly. And, like, but no, Daniel like, Craig's like, I'll beat you to death in a parking lot. It's fine. <laughs> you can stab it, me seven times on screen. I'm still gonna kill everyone. Yeah. But yeah. that's the whole thing with Jason Bourne. Like they they make it. They make these people. The, like Hutch Mansell feel. He doesn't feel fake. Well, it doesn't so feel choreographed. To me. He's not perfect. No. 
Well, no, well he's rusty. Saying, he's, well, here's John, thing, he's rusty too. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. John Wick, when we see him, he is a killing machine, and he does take some damage. Don't get me wrong, well, especially in the third one. But like this guy from the opening opening fight scene that he has on that bus, he gets jacked up a lot in mm-hmm. this movie. And, he gets and, stabbed and, in the hip. <laughs> he gets his ass tossed out of the window. He and then he goes right back in the door. And just... Well, he like looks at the bus driver's like. One, one, one more minute. <laughs> like he he walks in, there. he pulls the knife out of his side, cuts off that strap, yep. and then begins to just savagely beat these <laughs> men. <laughs> well, like, the point I'm getting at, though, is like, it's like, it's like John Wick and Jason Bourne, I think what you're saying is, is, is they're, they're perfect. You know, like, they go in there, they never miss, they don't get hit, you know, they're, they're never really, they don't feel like they're ever in danger of how good they are. This guy is good, he's as good as any of them, but he also gets his ass kicked, and I, and I appreciate it. He was that. rusty. Well, but I mean, I, think about think about the first John Wick movie before he came back. Like, he took a pretty good beat down. Mm-hmm. You know, like things weren't exactly smooth flowing right off the bat for yeah, John until he got the until he got back in the game. Well, yeah, <laughs> but but like John Wick, once that gets going, he he feels perfect the whole. The, mm-hmm. like he's he's got he's a on, it. on He's you know on it. You know what I mean? Where this guy's an opera. That's what well, it is. I have a better John Wick segue for this movie. I just this guy. About in my brain. You, we don't get that until the last big shootout scene, which. Has to happen in this in this kind of movie. Don't get me wrong. Like he's not perfect until then, and it feels really good. Well, then he's works. in his element, completely. Well, yeah. Well, it's on his terms. That's his right. Turf, so. Death dealer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I just thought about the greatest segue to get them together. Um, obviously, listen. Um, spoiler for anybody: the end of this movie opens up more. A lot of doors. Yeah. In the nobody universe, and listen, I'm here for it completely. All right. I like the way that happened. I, it was. Yep, clever. Cool. Yep, um, definitely worth it. I think Mr. Hutch Mansell might need a new suit sometime, and I think that would be a clever callback yeah. without actually having John Wick in the movie. You know, yeah, he ends yep. up at a, you know, a fine tailored suit that mm-hmm. is stripped down, buying guns, things like that. I'm no, here for that. I'm, I'm just thinking, thinking about the possibilities of like a shared John Wick <laughs> universe. It's cool, like, right? But here's the it's thing: just, e- even if it's not, if it means I get more nobody. I'm I'm good with that. Yep, just, I'm totally well. good with that. Just as well. I think without COVID, this movie would have done gangbusters. At least for the first weekend, it would have done really well. Well, here's the thing: this also got moved around three times in the last month, You're right. which is I, rough. I really hope it has staying power and sticks around. People are like, no, you got to see that on the big screen. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing: if you need any more motivation besides what we've already said, listen. If you like John Wick, there is no reason for you not to watch Nobody. Listen. You want to wait till it comes out on demand in two or three weeks? I don't care. That's fine. You're still paying the studio the money. Yeah. You should pay money and watch this movie. That's a lot for me to say. So, oh, yeah, true. <laughs> you should definitely go do that. Mm-hmm. No, th- that's th- this one's worth seeing. I had fun watching. I had fun in this in this movie. I had a large awesome. smile on my face for oh, most yeah. of this movie. And what, like, what did your wife think of it? She loved. Dude, she 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 likes the John Wick movies. Okay, yeah. Here's the thing: most people now are just used to those kind of not used to it. That's a, that's a bad way to say. It. They're not surprised when you see just people get gunned down. You know, like this movie twenty years ago would be like, you could never show this. Like he killed one hundred and fifty people. Well, hell yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you used to like cringe if somebody got shot in the face now yeah. it's like shoot him in the face <laughs> do it well where do you okay where do you put him in the, in the ether of the you know the the bonds the the jason Bourne. i don't the, think bond and Bourne are real fair comparisons no i'm not because, i'm saying ethan hunt and james bond to me are at some point they stopped being these suave men that could kill and became real men sure you know especially with the more recent um mission impossible films mm-hmm 
But, I mean, this one fits right in with John Wick. I mean, this one fits right in with the Bourne. You know, he's a savage killing machine that may take some time to get back to it, but once he does, he's you're, there. Not, you're not taking this guy out. You, you better pray yeah. to your... He, he's you know. a tough out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is I mean, it, That it, last it, fight didn't feel weird and forced to me. All of it felt natural. You would think, you would think something like that with all the setup that he did, it would feel like crazy and fake. I was still Well, maybe the Christopher Lloyd stuff is he was just but walking you know around what, shooting people. I appreciated that. <laughs> yeah. Like when, dude, at the scene at the nursing home, I love that. I oh, thought yeah. it was hilarious. When he put his pinky in the stopper. I yeah. just thought that was the greatest thing. Like, that's a badass old man. Yep. I need that. Yeah. So, like, I guess my one complaint, my one bad about this movie is the villain. You said you liked him. I hated him. Well, I mean, I'm used to this coked out Russian I, I am too. Don't get me wrong. That doesn't make it okay that that's our villain. And, they're and, and they're he, easy villains. That's that's the issue. With yeah, that. but I don't feel like like he was ever a menacing presence, and I wanted that because like even like in 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 the last scene, spoilers, the the big bad guys there, and um like when he's around, it doesn't feel impactful. Well, he just seems to be like a little better of a stormtrooper than I, other stormtroopers. Well, I think there's a reason for that, and I think it's to show you that he that Hutch is so far a up the ladder like these guys aren't anywhere near his level yeah like one they've fallen into every trap that he set right he's basically baited them there to exactly do what he's wanted to do the only time they even get any damage on hutch is when he clips him in the shoulder because hutch is like struggling like you know pissing around yeah you're like basically flexing on these guys (laughs) (laughs) um I, I think it's for a point. The, these are these are good mediocre bad guys, mm-hmm. which is a weird way to say it, but they're all it does is set forward so next time they don't have to have low level Russian, you know, okay. body yeah, count, right? Fair, you fair. just go higher up the chain. That's yeah. it's. I look at this as the first step in the nobody show. Okay. Because listen, we're gonna get a second one at least. We better. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we better. Because this was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I agree, and I expected more from the son. I'll tell you why. Because when in the beginning, when he thought he heard something. Walked into his, looked at his wife, obviously asleep. Looked at his daughter room, passed out. Looked at his son room, eyes are wide open, and he, he like his son's He's eyes pointing. like yeah. Someone is someone is trying to get to the house yeah. somewhere, and like that's what I was like. Maybe th- does the son know something? But then he doesn't know anything about his father's past. Well, Nothing. None well, of the that's, 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 that's for a, a reason. As a seventeen-year-old teenage boy that hears someone break into his house, he's the next man in the house. He's the next guy in line, and he obviously thinks his dad's a pussy. Well, I think in his mind he's I mean, the only man in the house. Yeah, they don't hide that. True. And, you know, I mean, they, they could have easily... They did have the jump on both those guys in the mm-hmm. beginning. I mean, it turns <laughs> out that Hutch Manziel could have easily slaughtered those people, well, too. Oh, well, yeah. and But here's the thing. Again, he didn't have to. That's which, right. You know, which which he discovers. And, you know, the... the That's fairly impactful. know that, which is, yeah. you know... Because also, he doesn't want any... He doesn't want any spotlight on him. He's retired. You know what I mean? He, he didn't... You know, he doesn't want anything to bring it up to him. You know what else is, like, another good unspoken... The Equalizer... Those are also good. sure. Okay, this is this is sim- this is more equalizer esque than I would have realized until you brought that up because it's definitely a guy that's been retired. Mm-hmm. You know, end of the end of the game probably. Obviously, Denzel's a little bit older than this, but I definitely could see that definitely that kind of vibe. Or equalizer is more spy esque yeah. than this. But I need, I need to see those movies too. You never seen those? Them? Are those are just as good, man? Yeah. There's the, listen. You, you like people you, getting shot in the face? I like Denzel. There's a real shot in the face. there's yeah. a real long stylized fight in a warehouse at the end of the first equalizer movie. Listen, with, people um, getting hit with like sledgehammers, like in with, middle of a, it's like a Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. that's what it is. That's where he I'm works in. too. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just know that that's awesome. Equalizer. I think it's Doug Segre. Maybe I'm wrong about that. He's, he's the villain, but it's like it's slow mo, but the but the sprinklers are going off. But also because of the stylized, it's like it's like a water, it's like a fire truck hose. It's not a sprinkler. It's yeah. obviously more water than a sprinkler, but yeah. like it's there's a blue light somewhere, and it's like it's very stylized. Okay. It's one of my favorite fight scenes in all it's, of the movies. At the end of that movie, it's very watchable. Okay, it is. I Listen, don't know. There, there's a time where he's a watch. He, during the equalizer, where he's timing out how long it's going to take him to clean out a whole room of Russian guys, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. about forty-five seconds. I, ty- I typed in the equalizer, and that Queen Latifah show came up. Wow. Listen, here's the thing: Oh, I've, Martin Sokas, thats his name. Martin. I, so I've heard that equalizer show on CBS with Queen Latifah is actually doing good? monster. Well, I didn't say good. Mm. I said doing monster ratings. <laughs> there, there is a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who was the villain in Triple X, which is a movie I love, but he was a villain like. Those like three years, he was always the bad guy, okay. and he's. I, I I do like that guy. I do like mm-hmm. that guy. But let's move to. Let's, I think we're going to be vastly different on this. Yeah, so it, it, it's sad that we talked a good bit about Bliss, and Bliss is is absolutely the the worst of these two movies. Oh yeah, but Bliss but, also had more going well, on. And, and I was going to say it has more to talk about. It, yeah, and it, no, nobody, fantastic movie, and I think it's obvious we're all going to score it positively. But like, it, it's just it's 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 simply awesome. It's very good. It has a mission. It isn't ambiguous. It <laughs> wants you to just, just show up, ride this ride, and get off, get off and go. Well, let's let's talk about the length of this movie for one second. It's like a flat hundred minutes. Like it's short, sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This, Give it to me. <laughs> this was perfect. Thank you. And that's even a a, a decent a longer build up than I thought with the beginning. Well, yeah, because it does take it a few minutes. It like does. they they set the tone, mm-hmm. and then it gets rolling. Yes, and it doesn't. It's an hour and thirty-two minutes. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a good length for a movie like this. Mm-hmm. Who wants to who wants to go first? I want to go last. You want to go last? I do. I'll go first. Okay. Um, I think this movie. Obviously, I don't think it's as good as any of the John Wick movies, and that's not a slight to this movie at all. I just think that John Wick's story is a little bit deeper than Hutch's at this point. At this point. This point. Now, mind you, I'm stacking three against one. Probably unfair. You know, I get to the 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 nobody trilogy. We'll, re- we'll reevaluate. <laughs> Revisit it. Yeah, we'll Hutch Mansell is back. Um, but Mike, I mean, I I, I, I like Mike Banning. Well, he's exactly like Mike yeah, Banning. Exactly. Same same kind of point. Mike Banning is back. Um, I I love this movie from start to finish. I did enjoy the build up. I like the slow burn and then just the ignition because it just it just goes. Um, now listen, this movie's not perfect. Obviously, of course, it's not. Um, I will absolutely recommend this to anybody who's ever enjoyed a movie like John Wick or Atomic Blonde or The Equalizer. Like, it's right. They know their audience, and they're going to cater to it perfectly, and that's fine. Now, listen, this movie's not a 10. It's not going to win an Oscar. But I think it's like a 7.5 or an 8. Probably an 8 because I like it more. Um, And it's surprising because I love Bob Odenkirk and a lot of stuff. I better call Saul with some of the best TV you've ever seen. Um... If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. And this is completely different. Hmm. And I'm here for all of it. Yeah. So, so I'm going to actually sort the same thing with an eight. But what does it for me is, is like, because I, I do think that the action in John Wick is better, but it's built that way, mm-hmm. right? This It's supposed to be. I appreciate that this feels more raw than John Wick, just because, again, he doesn't feel invincible, and I like that. But the comedy does it. <laughs> the comedy in this movie hits. I laughed. And I don't laugh in movies that often. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm usually in. You know, I can, I can acknowledge something's funny. But like, I laughed in the theater 
This has good comedy that hits very well. I don't recommend the scene where he's punching the brick wall. It doesn't mm. work out for everybody. I didn't appreciate that. I felt attacked. But other than that. I so. laughed at that because I knew. <laughs> I also cringe. Like, that's the one time like I watched multiple people get like execution-style murdered. Didn't cringe. When he repeatedly punched the wall, I was like, oh. Yep, yep. No. no. Eight, eight out of ten easily. And the comedy is what put it from a seven to an eight for me. Because it, it, the comedy was great. It was appreciated. This is an eight five for me. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Oh. I wanted to put it this morning. I thought you were going to go low and I was going to have to headbutt your face. <laughs> no, no, no. no. This, this movie is every, is every bit of a anywhere between a seven and a half to a nine, nine and a half, but this is, it's very, this movie is very entertaining, it's very watchable, I love, like what you said, I love when they don't feel invincible, yeah. when they feel human, when they can die, but just, they're good at evolving, they're, they're good at evading bullets, but they don't, they're not going to evade all the bullets, mm-hmm. that's one thing I, I do love about that, but his character seems very relatable to a lot of people, especially the monotony and the marriage and the family and son thinks he's a pussy and you know daughter kind of just. I, I love the my daughter daddy. was was one of the better characters in the movie. Yeah, the whole yeah. daughter thing. Um, the kitty cat bracelet we saw in the trailer. Now that I'm thinking about, it, I was sitting here thinking about. It, you're probably right about the cat. Thing. You know, bone burns the ash at 1500 degrees, right? I learned that. I did too. Recently. Yeah, weird. This basement's rated to go twice that high. <laughs> <laughs> That was an interesting scene as well. I love. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I like you know, how I like how he kept talking to people and they kept dying mid like, mid story. It was like, it was like two different people. It was awesome. <laughs> I love the I love the brother. I love the father. I love the dynamic between the two and like where did you see the after the credit scene? No, I, not... yeah, you got yeah you you left before the end oh, credit scene. I'll, I'll check it out. Which was which was one which was also funny and you know okay it was quaint. I'll, I'll check it out later. Yeah, then. you should. It's uh his brother and um. His father having a conversation on the road in a camper. It's great. It's it is wonderful. not that. It's not it his brother and his and his father. It's was his, that the guy he grew up with? It's his father. Well, it's no. It's his father and someone he worked with. Obviously, it wasn't his brother. Don't they show a picture of a guy and two Rizzo? sons? One's white, one one's black. When they're super young. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. That's yeah. yeah it's like his adopted brother. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I thought he meant just like like like, like brother in arms kind of. I was oh, like, no, 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 like oh, he's oh, like okay. his actual. Like, I, I missed something. That's my bad. No, they my were bad. they were I raised. I don't know if they're actually brothers, but they were raised together. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. They're raised. That's his brother. Yeah. Close enough. Understood. Yeah, you'd like that last scene. Okay. It was I will check that. I think this movie deserves every bit of an eight eight and a half. Yeah. Damn it! I knew there would be something out of the. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was like it was like the first thirty seconds. Like he was, was gone in the, he in the was first gone. like fifteen seconds. Right was, after the oh, I, was getting, I was getting home. Yeah, you know, babysitter, bro. <laughs> no, Fair I, enough. I get that. That's right. <laughs> I think nobody's gonna be one of the better movies we watch over the next six or seven weeks. Good. I do. Uh, Kong's coming, man. I can't <laughs> wait. Hush. I think it's gonna be fantastic. Screw you both. I'm excited. Listen. I hope it's awesome. There's no way it's an eight and a half. We'll see. There's no way it's above a above a six. We'll see. Listen, I'll be surprised if it's above a five, <laughs> or it's above a four. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, those movies Again, just you can like a bad movie. <laughs> Fair enough. We're just saying. We're just saying it. Fair enough. All right. You guys want to? Any last last comments about anything we watched today? Nope. 
Wrap her up. All yeah. right, wrapping it up. This has been episode 220 of For Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. New York time on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, and as always, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell 1. I am waiting patiently for Kevin Costner to text me back. But where, what's your Twitter handle in the in the interim? At Raj Dillion. That's what I thought. Why specifically New York time? Because I don't want to say because it's my... Well, if someone listens to us on the West Coast... You're supposed to fade out there. That was the fade out. No, I have more to he's, read. He's, he's still in the middle <laughs> of the screen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> don't forget to check out the page on Facebook. Check us out there. And check us out on YouTube. Send us a letter to... An email to ForTheLoveOfCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And next week... We're taking a look at Godzilla vs. King Kong and the Netflix original Concrete Cowboy with Idris Elba. That one looks good. I'm starting to think that Kevin Costner is not going to respond to me.